The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's What's good? Engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out and save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about higher education's take on SEO. Joining us is Brian Piper, who is the Director of Content Strategy and Assessment at the University of Rochester, which is a private research university in Rochester, New York, with a medical center, a music school, business school, laser lab, and it's also the seventh largest employer in the state of New York. And today, Brian and I are going to talk about higher education's SEO and content strategy. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Brian Piper, the Director of Content Strategy and Assessment at the University of Rochester. Brian, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Hello, thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Excited to have you as my guest. Excited to talk a little bit about the school books, a little bit about uh, getting to class on time, and maybe a little bit about SEO as well. Sounds good. All right, so you're the Director of Content Strategy and Assessment. I'm going to call you the professor just because you're working at the University of Rochester, even though that's not necessarily your role. Tell me a little bit about higher education and about how higher ed thinks about SEO and content. So a lot of places, a lot of schools, a lot of institutions in higher ed don't put a lot of focus on SEO. It's Higher ed tends to be a very segmented, very siloed environment. 
Do you have a lot of different schools who are all focused on their own individual priorities? You have admissions who's just focused on getting new students. You have advancement that's just looking to raise money. You have all your different deans who are just looking to promote their particular schools or departments. Their TikTok handles. Exactly, exactly. So from an institutional level, SEO is not often considered as far as overall brand awareness, brand building for an institution. So as part of the central communications department, One of my jobs when I got hired was to start looking at what's working across the entire institutional content landscape and what wasn't working. And so just quickly kind of doing some Google Analytics work, I was able to look and and notice that our organic traffic was, you know, somewhere in the 40% range for the institution. And I realized that just looking at benchmark reports in Google Analytics, realized that That was considerably below kind of the at least 50% uh, range that that we would hope to be performing in. So you realize that there's a content gap, or maybe not a content gap. You realize that there is lack of a content strategy or non-efficient content strategy, which means that you're relying on other channels or you're just not seeing a ton of traffic. Correct. And there was not a lack of content. They were putting out a ton of content. They're putting out content on all of their channels and a surprising amount of content on every channel. But there wasn't a specific strategy around keywords, around strategic performance for search results. So we were able to start looking at, you know, we started off with our news center, which is where we put out the majority of our original research stories, which I knew those are tend to be search gold. So we started really looking at optimizing the stories that we already had. And within the first year, we were able to increase our organic traffic by 150% just by updating the stories that we, we had and doing pretty minor SEO on a handful of stories. I guess the big question there is, is that when you went and asked for a raise and how many of the professors did you get to sign the petition for you because their research was getting so much more visibility? Yeah, it didn't work out exactly like that. But what did happen is we were able to use that as a use case and we were able to go to leadership at the institution and say, this is what we did for this one area, this one content area. We can do this for everyone. And so then. I started doing workshops. I started doing SEO workshops across the institution for our medical center, for our business school, for our education school. And then we started doing keyword research workshops. So we were working with all of our content creators to educate them on the importance of doing keyword research and the importance of really thinking about what it is that the audience is looking for and not just what the school wants to talk about. So... It's interesting. You know, often we're talking about SEO as a marketing strategy specifically related to conversions for a business, right? We're thinking about how do I do lead generation? How do I nurture my customers? How do I promote my bottom of funnel content to drive purchase behavior? And I guess that there's a component of that in admissions, right? You're trying to find students and recruit them, but really you're an entity that's creating an incredible amount of content, but with a different mission Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google, 
You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. When you think about higher education's mission and how it relates to their content strategy, walk me through how you think that's different than your average you know, B2B SaaS business. Yeah, so I came from a defense contractor before I came into higher ed. And so that was... Companies that don't want to publish content. <laughs> Exactly. Or they don't, they they want to publish content to a very specific audience, but they want broad awareness of their content. So that aspect of it was very similar because the university, you know, at an institutional level, we're really all about promoting our brand and increasing brand awareness, especially in the key strategic areas where our real strong research is being done and where the real innovation is coming from. Those are the areas where we want to bring in the higher level faculty and the more advanced students and the graduate students. So it's now become a very thoughtful content creation strategy. So when new content comes our way, when a dean reaches out and says, hey, we got this new research that's being done, we have to look at it and say, Does this align with our institutional strategic priorities? Is this something that people are searching on and are interested in? If not, then maybe we'll put it out as a, you know, as a Facebook poster, as a Twitter, you know, as a tweet based on who the audience might be for this. But if this is a area where it aligns with our strategic priorities, then we want to spend time on this. Then we want to do the research. We want to look into all the questions that are being asked around this topic and figure out how we can deliver those answers to the users and then figure out that, you know, how can we then leverage that content into creating calls to action? So now we're driving them from the story about research into learning more about the department and eventually filling out a a application. Brian, you know what you and Jack Welsh have in common? What's that? Well, you're both responsible for the messaging and decisions about what content is portrayed for a really large, complex entity. Again, I'm I'm trying to position you here to go and ask for that raise because I think you're doing something interesting. But when you're talking about what the University of Rochester is doing in terms of setting your SEO priorities and which content you're going to build strategies around, it reminds me of large businesses like GE, like Procter & Gamble, where you've got a math department, a science department, a medicine department, a music department, a business school, right? All of them have their individual priorities and then they roll up into this larger brand 
that has to basically decide, all right, who's getting the shine and, and where are we going to focus our attention? Talk to me about making some decisions about prioritizations when you've got multiple different constituents with multiple different needs or goals. Yeah, that's a great question. And it's definitely one of the challenges we have because before I started, we were very uh, reactive towards content. People would come to us and say, we've got a story. We would write the story. We've got awards for our students. We'd write the story about that. So now we're trying to be much more proactive and we're trying to figure out based on trends in the world and based on ongoing research that's going on that has you know, high search potential, we're reaching out to those departments. You know, a good example is, is everything that's going on in the Ukraine. As soon as you know, things really started getting active over there, we reached out to some of our political science professors and some of the researchers in the history department that were very experienced and experts in that area. We were able to publish a, a few stories specific to the struggles that were going on there and the issues that people were facing. And they got a huge amount of organic traffic because we did the research and we figured out what terms people were searching on, what questions people were asking, and then we had experts answer those questions. Now, when someone comes to us with a story that we know is not going to perform well, then you get into the political discussion. You have to talk to the Dean and say, this is a great piece of content. We love it. It's not going to perform very well. The audience for it really isn't in the news center. The audience for this piece of content is really on Facebook or really on Twitter. So we'll make a post out of it. And then sometimes you just have to write the story and put it up on the news center and everybody's happy and it doesn't perform very well. But sometimes you've got to got to do what you got to do. So talk to me a little bit about your competitive research. When you are publishing a piece of content or you're figuring out what your content strategy, are you sitting down and saying, well, those guys at SUNY Cornell are publishing this type of content. So we have students that are competitive with them. Let's try to take market share from the other upstate New York schools. Darn you, Ithaca College. My dad went to Ithaca. Go Bombers. Or are you starting to think about, well, we're creating content about the Ukraine. We're looking at the New York Times as potentially a competitor. When you're thinking about your higher education competitive set, how do you define it? So we look at competition from a search landscape. So we know we have peer institutions who we want to perform against. We look at research around them to see where keyword gaps are for our strategic areas of interest that we may be able to target create new content for those areas. But like when COVID first hit, we knew that we had to pivot and start presenting content around COVID. We have a medical center. They were doing a lot of research, especially around vaccines. So we were looking to compete with everyone else who was putting out COVID content. And, you know, in some, I mean, we ended up ranking above CDC for, you know, several keywords that were driving a lot of traffic to our, our medical center. So, when it comes to competitive search, we are basically just looking at who is who currently owns those keywords and those phrases. And if their domain authority is incredibly high, and we know we're probably not going to overtake Wikipedia on a search for data science, then we'll look at some longer tail keywords that we can really focus more on. Brian, at the end of the day, you've got multiple constituents. You've got a sort of a very broad competitive set. When you think about the University of Rochester or other 
educational institutions that are similar? And how would you define your SEO and content strategy and what are your goals? Great question. So as far as SEO and content strategy go, and whenever I do presentations, this is always what I start off with. You have to know your business goals. You have to know what your strategic priorities are, and that should drive everything else. Once you have those identified, then you want to make sure that the content that you're creating will will ladder up to those particular strategies. You want to make sure you're supporting those strategies. And then from an SEO perspective, you want to make sure that you're targeting the keywords that are eventually going to attract the audience that you're looking to convert, whether it's just brand awareness or you're looking to convert them into admissions or donations or into medical center patients. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you're an enterprise B2B SaaS company, whether you're an early stage startup, or whether you're the University of Rochester, the content strategies all start at the same place. It's understanding who your customers are, what your business objectives are, and what the competitive landscape is to try to rank for the terms that you want. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Brian Piper, the Director of Content Strategy and Assessment at the University of Rochester. Join us again tomorrow when Brian and I continue the conversation and talk about breaking down silos within SEO. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Brian, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Brian W. Piper. That's B-R-I-A-N-W-P-I-P-E-R. Or you can visit his school's website, which is rochester.com. Edu. I'll spell Rochester, R-O-C-H-E-S-T-E-R dot E-D-U. And Brian's got a personal website, which is brianwpiper.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content, content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 